Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Elegant Balance Podcast. I am so excited that you're here um, listening and hanging out with me today. Many of us are getting ready for Christmas. It's only here in a couple of days. And that's the case for me as well. And so today I thought that instead of having um, one of my typical episodes where I just have a very planned out theme or topic that we're going to talk about and then I go through my ideas, instead today we're having a more informal episode where I simply just answer some of the questions that you all asked over on Instagram. So thanks for submitting some questions. If you did, I really appreciate it. And I hope that this is kind of a fun episode for you. And also, to be honest, it's an easier episode for me in the midst of the chaos of the holiday season. So if you listened to a couple episodes ago, you know that I am a big fan of keeping things simple during the holidays and just taking things off my plate when I need to. So yeah, um, I'm going to jump in and just walk through a handful of these questions that were submitted. The first one is how many kids do you have and what are their ages? So I have two children. I have a son who just turned seven about a week or two ago and a daughter who is three. Um, My son is in first grade and then my daughter obviously goes goes to daycare. Okay, the second question is how did you decide to research working moms? Um, So this goes back all the way to even when I was a kid. I am the oldest of four kids. It's me and then my sister and then I have two brothers. And my mom actually worked full time the whole time I was growing up. I remember a point in our life where I'm probably the only one of my siblings that really remembers it. But I remember my mom working on her MBA while working full time and taking care of all of us kids. And as I got older and got closer to actually having children of my own, I look back at that and just think like, wow, what in the world was she thinking? And how in the world did she do that? Um, And so I was interested just based on my own experience, watching my mom juggle all of the different things that comes with being a working mom, especially with four kids. I'm at two right now and two seems good. I don't know if I could handle four. Um, So when I decided I wanted to go on to get a PhD, in organizational behavior, uh, I had to choose a research focus. And that was kind of the work family interface is what I chose because I thought it would be really cool to learn more about um, the moms and working moms and how they juggle all the things and maybe thought my research could help them someday. Um, So it started out just from interest and some personal experiences. But honestly, I, I had my son Um, during my second year of my doctoral program, which PhD programs are hard. They're difficult. They're kind of stressful. There's a lot going on. And um, so my desire to learn more about 
work, the work family interface and how to best support working moms went from just a pure curiosity to a need that I needed to figure out how to do this because I, all of a sudden I was a working mom. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where it comes from. I actually wrote my dissertation on pregnancy, um, pregnancy in the workplace and how stress during pregnancy, stress from work during pregnancy impacts not only the mom's health, but also the baby's health. And that was very much um, inspired by my experience of having, um, going through pregnancy during a stressful PhD program. So yeah, thanks for asking. The next question is a big one. um, And it is, is work-life balance even possible? And my answer to this is a big resounding yes, it's definitely possible, um, but Work-life balance tends to get a pretty bad reputation. And I think a lot of this stems from the idea that whenever we think of balance, um, some of our our knee-jerk reaction is to think think that things need to be equal. And so if you hear the word or the term work-life balance, all of a sudden you think that that means that work and life have to be perfectly equally balanced. I need to spend the same amount of energy and time on work as I do it on my life which is ridiculous. Nobody can actually do that. What we need to do is shift our idea from thinking about balances in terms of equal. We're not weighing something and like balancing a scale. It's more just that things are in the correct proportion. And so, and that's going to differ for all of us. So yes, work-life balance is, is possible. It just, it's going to vary from person to person. Uh, what I want my work-life balance to look like might be very different from, from yours. And um, it really just takes getting clear on what your goals are, what your life goals are, what your desired balance looks like, and then taking intentional action to actually make that happen for yourself. So yeah, it does, it, it is totally possible, um, but I, I don't know, it's probably not possible if you're thinking of it in the sense of like equality, equal time, equal energy, equal effort, Um that I would say that's not possible. Okay, I hope that clears that up a little bit. I get a little frustrated with people who don't think work-life balance is a thing. They call it a myth or balance isn't possible or it's too focused on work. Um, The whole idea of work-life balance is just that work is a big part of our life, but it's not the only part of our life. And so it's researchers like me trying to look and see how we can best support employees in enjoying their life outside of work. so it's not that work is a main focus part. It's just that that we do spend a lot of time at work and with the people that we work with. And so that's kind of where it comes from, um, at least in the research. Okay, the next question is, what is your best tip for simplifying life? Okay, so my best tip, the first thing that comes to mind is just get rid of stuff. And I know maybe that sounds too simple, but we're, I mean, we're aiming for simplicity here, right? Simplifying life. Get rid of stuff. Get rid of your physical things. If there's things all around you that your house is cluttered and it's taking your time to go around the house and pick it up, to clean around it. I don't know about you, but I absolutely hate dusting. And so I don't put things on my shelves because if there's, <laughs> if there's a bunch of clutter on the shelf, then you have to pick it up and dust it. But seriously, get rid of things. Um, The things that you don't need, obviously, keep the things that you use or the things that bring you joy, but but whittle it down to the stuff that 
you actually want to have. Don't just hold on to things if you don't need them or don't want them. But also when I say get rid of stuff, I mean get rid of other things too, right? Um, Get rid of stuff mentally. Maybe you've just got a bunch of thoughts swimming around in your head. One of my favorite exercises is just to sit down and write those thoughts out. Write down those things I think I need to do. Once they're on paper and I look at them, not only do I feel better, but a lot of times it's easier to see which things are actually necessary, which things I absolutely actually need to do, and which things are just silly things that my brain has convinced my, convinced me that they are important. But when they're listed out with other things, it becomes pretty obvious that they're not. You can also get rid of things like um, taking on different volunteer opportunities or appointments or um, the pressure to be or do whatever. Just get rid of stuff. Start simplifying that and be really ruthless. At least for me, when I started doing that and really focus in on, on clearing clutter from my life, I so much space opened up, opened up for me to think. I had more time all of a sudden because I wasn't trying to manage all of the stuff in my house or clean around all the stuff in my house or do all the laundry or whatever, you name it. When I stopped saying yes to every single opportunity that came my way and instead was very clear on what I said yes to and what I said no to, that is how you start simplifying life. I will warn you, it can be addictive. Um, once you start cleaning out, it feels really good and so you want to keep, keep going, which is great. I think you should. I encourage that. So the next question is, what is your favorite book about work-life balance? And my favorite book is Essentialism by Greg McEwen. I think I said that right. Um, but anyway, this book is fantastic. I It's the book I wish I would have read back when I first had my son seven years ago um, because I feel like I learned a lot of the lessons that he talks about in the book. I learned them the hard way, and I don't want any of you to, to do that. That's why I have this podcast and my Instagram where I'm trying to share different tips and tricks and what the research says. Um, But if you are like me and you want to dig in more and you love to read, this would be a fantastic read to add to your list for 2022. He really, in it, he really just talks about getting clear on what is essential in your life. And um, he walks you through kind of how to identify that and then how to get rid of all of the other things that are not essential, which kind of ties back into the previous question on simplifying life. Um, Get clear on what's necessary and then get rid of everything else that's not. Okay, next question is, I know you're a professor, but what do you teach? So I actually teach in the management department at Baylor University. And the main course that I have been teaching the past several years is uh, Management 3305, which is also known as Leadership and Organizational Behavior. Um, That's a mouthful. It's one course, but that's the title of it. And I like to describe it as just the psychology side of business. Um, In this class, I really try to help my students understand human behavior within an organization by examining the behaviors of individuals at the individual level and then at the team level and then the organization as a whole. We talk about things like leadership, personality, motivation, Um, and even like national or organizational culture. I think it's a super fun class, but obviously I am a little bit biased. (laughs) 
Okay, and then the final question for today's episode is what is your favorite Christmas tradition? And this tradition is one that we started right after my son was born. And like I said, he's seven, so we've been doing it for several years now. But it is basically just throwing a birthday party for Jesus. So I'm a Christian, and we celebrate Christmas, um, but my husband and I have made a lot of efforts to encourage the kids to know what the true meaning of Christmas is, not just Santa Claus and all the Hallmark movies, but actually knowing and understanding why we celebrate Christmas, um, which is because Jesus was sent to earth um, as a baby. And so my favorite tradition that we do is that each Christmas Eve, we will bake a birthday cake. I mean, sometimes I've just bought a cake, depending on the year, um, if we're trying to keep things simple. And um, we'll make a cake and we'll decorate it. And then on Christmas Day, typically around lunchtime or so, we will have a birthday party. We will sing happy birthday to Jesus. We will um, wear party hats. We will talk about why this day is so important, why we still celebrate it, why we get to open presents, um, just like a normal birthday party. And it has been some of the sweetest memories that we've created um, during the Christmas season. So I hope that this format of episode was a little bit fun. Uh, you got to know a little bit about me, but also hopefully there's a couple nuggets of um, valuable information in here that you can take and apply to your own life. So if you have other questions and want to connect, feel free to just reach out to me over on Instagram or Facebook um, at Kaylee J. Hackney, and I would love to connect with you over there. Um, also, if you haven't left a five-star rating or review in Apple Podcasts yet, I would so, so, so appreciate you doing that this, um, this week. That would be one of the best Christmas gifts that you could give me. I love reading each and every one of your reviews, they really help me know what you like about this show. And feel free to mention something that you wish I would do or something you want me to talk about in an upcoming episode. I would be happy to hear that feedback um, because this podcast is really for for you all. It's um, It's not all about me. It's really just me trying to share the things that I've learned, um, things that I've researched uh, with you in hopes that it would help you Feel more confident in being a working mom and taking on all of the things that come with with those different roles that we like to play. Um, so Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. I am so grateful that you're here listening and I wish you the best and I will talk to you in the new year. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.